This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village, and our phone lines are open. Do you have a collection or a rare item that you'd like to know the real-time value of? Whatever, however obscure it could be. Maybe it's an old watch, an old stamp collection, old piece of art, old coins, gold, silver. Maybe it's a piece of fine china or antique toys, maybe sports memorabilia. Anything you own that you think might have some special value, you can call in during this hour and have an expert tell you exactly what he thinks it's worth. That expert is one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. His name is Paul Kenny. The back half of Storage Wars Canada Season 2 will air later this summer. And, again, congratulations, we're celebrating the show will now be seen on A&E. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. How you doing, man? You better catch me on film because I don't know if I'm going to make it here today. Oh, the Bay Cell Ride for Heart, is it? Has everything closed in downtown Toronto. So you made it here by the, you know, a few minutes. Yeah. No, no. Well, if if there's a camera on me, it should should show You are sweating sweating a little bit. I'm sweating everywhere, actually. Because, and it was kind of, I thought it was ironic. It says, this is the ride for the heart. And they're going to give you a heart attack? I'm going to get a heart attack (laughs) trying to get here. So I was running. And then as soon as I found a heart attack coming on, I would slow down and walk. That's very <laughs> thoughtful. Good. But I made it here. But it's, it's for a good cause. I just wish they'd start at 2 in the morning. Yeah. And then it'd be done by now. Really? I wish they'd do it in Sudbury, far away <laughs> okay. from the busy traffic of the city of Toronto. Well, I, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nicer guy. Well, I'm not that. a nice guy because I want to be able to use a road? Come on. Anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not fair suggesting enough. Sudbury. But what a week. What a week this yeah, week. Yeah, you've been okay. snapping necks and cash and checks. What's going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this week, uh, two things happened. One person, and uh, this is a case we're getting a second opinion. Someone was down in the, um, in some of the stores down in the Bathurst and Eglinton area. There's a bunch of gold buying places down there. And uh, they call me because I give my phone number over the air. And I said, if you're going to call, you can call my store or call me, and I'll give you a quote over the phone. If it's what you say it is, this is what we're going to pay you. Well, this person was going to get a little over $14,000. For what, a necklace, a ring? What was it? No, sorry, no, it was a little over $17,000. It was a bunch of gold. Okay. Well, it was 18 carat. It was a bunch of gold and silver. And um, we quoted them a little over $24,000. Wow. So that's the difference. Now, we figured they're about 10 miles away, maybe 10 miles away. So that's about $700 a mile of traffic. Yeah, I was going to say, they could take a helicopter at the savings yeah. that they were getting. Yeah, and or the, the gains. Difference. And we don't, I, I, I always say this, we're not afraid to give our price over the phone. If what you say, the only problem is some people describe it r- wrong because someone say I have a bunch of silver dollars and they end up being nickel dollars. Right. But if it is what it is, we don't mind giving the price. And we're, we're proud of it. If someone gives you a higher price, sell it to them. But we find that most people, once we've given them our price, they come to us. And the same thing with, with if you're going to buy silver. 
you know, like we sell our silver. I'm going to bore people for a couple of minutes. Is that there's a spot price on silver. Yeah. Say silver is You can 20, look it up any time of day. Yeah, $23 yeah. an ounce, say, in Canadian money. We charge three fifty over. That is our standard price. Three dollars and fifty cents over. Over spot because so the price is twenty three, twenty six and a half. Is It'd be twenty six and a yeah. half. And the physical place, price is what you call that. Yeah, the physical price. So we want to tell people, call us, ask for our price. These are on on maples, on ten ounce bars. It's even cheaper. But a lot of other places saying, oh, we're the best in town. We're the best. We're the cheapest. We're the most. You know, and I just want people to call and get a second opinion when they're buying because even compared to my neighbor. The other guy on the other side of the wall, which a couple people were in this week, and they said, that's the wall. They actually took a picture of the wall. From listening to this show, yes. <laughs> yes. The Hatfields and the McCoys <laughs> unfolding at that plaza. Your store is at 10,341 Young Street, in case yeah. people are wondering where it is. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mac, on Young Street, 10,341. So a couple people came in and said, there's the wall? That's the other, That's the competitor? That's the wall. I, and I, we send people, say, go over and see it. But... Person bought a box and they would have, they saved three hundred and fifty dollars by buying the box off us. Cool. So I mean that's a big difference on their quoted price. It says go over there, see what they got, and it says come back. And we gave them the price ahead of time. We're not ashamed of our prices. We say if their price is cheaper, please buy it from them. Right. If it's if our price is cheaper, it's your money. You're welcome to do whatever you want with it. But I advise as a professional advisor. Yeah. That they should take, if they're buying something, take the lower price. Mm. If, oh, if both items are identical. Run me through this scenario again. That's some really, wow, you're out on a limb there. Okay. I know, I know. But it's, it's amazing sometimes. People don't want it. They think that just because something's a hoity-toity shop. I am still sweating. Perspiring. No, I'm Perspiring. not sweating. Sure, okay. Um, and they should, they have to take get a second opinion. And this makes a big difference. Like one person this week, it made a difference of seven thousand dollars one phone call by the one way. one phone call and they called they actually call my uh personal number the 905 oh, sorry you're six, gonna give it out again no, no, I can i just you, you know what give it out again because people go i want this i get to call dad and see what the actual price is yeah if you're gonna give it out give it out that's six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine so keep that with you in case of an emergency if you're wondering about a price on an item that you're yeah it's an imminent deal or close to. Give them a call for a second opinion. You're willing to take that call? I'm, a, I'm willing to take that call. I'm here to give advice. Oh, man. Aren't you worried someone's going to call and be like, okay, listen, I'm going to the movies. It's $12 a ticket. If I get the early bird tomorrow, there's savings of $8. Is it worth it? Isn't somebody going to call and bore you with that sort of thing? I don't know. They're probably a nice person. That's how you get to meet people. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm okay. I sometimes You're the only I'm busy. guy I know to give his, his personal number out of the line. That, that says a lot about integrity. That's, I don't that's a have, good offer. I don't have to answer it, but I do answer it. And I'd rather tell people, sometimes I'll be short and I'll say, no, this is our price. And I'll give as much detail as I can if they need more. But I'm here to help people, especially if there's, you only get to sell it once. Get them If you're selling your gold and silver, get the most money for it, okay? He gives and he gives. Yes, and this week I did a thing, as what the lawyers say, pro bono. Pro bono means for free. Yes. For free. <laughs> you might. You must be Catholic. You're Latin. No, there. I don't know. I can't. That's the only one I know from watching movies with legal drama in it. That's all. Yeah. No. No. I. Um. I actually did. Um. I'm doing a quote for some nuns. Oh. Okay. Yes. Look at you. And I just. And they asked me how much. I said, No, I'm going to do this for free. I said, I make money on what I sell and buy, but the advice I'm going to give free and see what I can do. Look I haven't done you. anything good for me. I've just looked at it. But I was in this place. And it's just like you see in the movies. It's so quiet and serene. I was in an abbey, and it was just beautiful. The only word for it was beautiful. I came out feeling more religious. Okay, so you're saying spiritually you didn't want to take any money. 
No, no. On this, you're worried you're at the pearly gates, and then the big thing is, whoa, whoa, whoa! You took money from nuns for some estimates? No, no, you know. Down you go, buddy. Okay, well, fair enough. I have to worry about this stuff. Integrity, integrity, integrity. Uh, if you have an item, maybe a collection that you'd like uh, a, a live on the radio assessment of, maybe it's something you go, oh, I've had this old hat, and it came from Australia, and somebody mm. told me it's valuable. I can check in right now. Well, you can. If you have a weird item or a weird collection, you can call in now for a free assessment, 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free. That number, the toll-free number, is 1-866-744-740. Our first caller is going to be Jeanette in Brampton. Jeanette, how are you? Jeanette. Hi. 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 I have um, a Royal Dalton miniature street vendor, uh, Stop Press. The figurine? Pardon me? Or the jug? No, it's a little man sitting on a, a stool eating a hot dog. Um, he's got a little hat, a soft hat on, and it says on the side of his thing, all the latest slimming news. Okay. Most, mm. most of the Royal Daltons, which used to go for a lot of money, and I see a lot of them, almost every second house has Royal Daltons. It was the thing you put in your china cabinet the tall ones, the pretty ladies, some of the men. Some still go for some money, but on uh, most of the time, we used to go into houses, and I used to pay um, uh, 175 a piece across the board. If someone had 20 of them, I bought them for that price, and I'd be able to sell them for $250, $300. Then it went down to 125 As the Internet got more popular, the prices went down. And because people had these at home and they found they could sell them on eBay or something like that, or the, if you wanted to get them, the people buying them had to pay less because people compete for their business. Right. So Royal Dalton, some Daltons used to sell for $2,000 and now sell them for 300 And this is the problem. On the street vendor, ah, see this one here. Is so wait, one. what is the average price per Royal Dalton item now? 65 to $75. Okay, so not zero. So right oh, no, away, not Jeanette's zero. not zero. Okay. No, no, no. The street vendor is usually an orange. It's uh, about a, between 50 and $100. So that's a worst case scenario. Yeah. Okay. You, you don't see it all the time. They like things like the uh, balloon vendors. People still buy them. Yeah. But they're selling less, and you have to be more aggressive with your pricing. I have them right now. I've got Top of the Hill and a bunch of them in my, in my booth in Southworks. And we're selling for $80, less 25%. Okay. And so they're, the question they're still is, there. Jeanette, do you want to sell or buy a bunch of Royal Daltons? Because he yeah. can also sell you a bunch if you'd like them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. Actually, my brother in Scotland had a bunch of stuff, and I happened to take that one. Oh, and, yeah. you know, that's when I was listening to your program, I thought I'd just phone up and check it out. There are different, if you had the orange vendor, that's worth about, selling for about $1,000. But I should mention Southworks has got, I keep on saying it every week, they have that sale going on between, t- they have 100 vendors, and it's going on until the end of July, June, and it's on between 10 and 50%. In my booth, I have 25% off everything in my booth in one booth, and 50% off everything in another booth. Where's Southworks? Southworks is in Cambridge, 64 Grand Ave. It's um, uh, 30,000 square feet. It's the biggest antique mall in Canada, I believe, indoor antique mall. Cool. And um, it's got, they're, they're about to, people would rather um, sell it than move it. They're moving to another location. So everyone's having a sale, the first sale in 25 years. Wow. But, and sales for me have been fantastic because I'm, I didn't change any of my prices. I just put a big sign on my booth that says 25% off. 
fill your boots. You know, have Ooh, some fun. Oh, all right. Oh, hey, so wait a second. You said the orange? This is balloon vendor. This is a man holding a bunch of balloons. Is that no, it? No, this is the, no, the, the Royal Dorn is a street vendor, but he's orange. Do you have the orange one, Jeanette? No, he has the little box is orange. His coat is brown, and he has a yellow soft hat on, and he's holding a hot dog. A hot dog? What one is this? Okay. Oh, you got intrigue now, Jeanette. <laughs> it looks like a hot dog. <laughs> Okay, so your ability to describe my, is what we're, we're uh, questioning here. Okay. Um, I don't know this one. I know the ladies, usually the street vendors, and the street vendor with orange is like a, it's a person of, um, I think it's like a Arabian descent, and he looks like he's uh, selling a bunch of oranges. So well, and he's holding a newspaper, reading it, you know. It's probably going to be, um, I would say, still going to be around $100. Yeah. And most of them have come down. Like I say, if someone comes in, uh, yeah, I bought uh, 80, um, 80 Royal Daltons for $25 each recently. Oh, wow. And, and uh, they were happy to sell them. No one else would pay more. Mm-hmm. You know, and they just wanted them gone. This is what's happening because people are moving to, if you're moving from a house to a condo, you just want to have it gone. Yeah. And the kids don't want it. My, if I give my kids a, a Royal Dalton, they say, what, are you mad at me or something? <laughs> the hot dog one I can't find. I don't I, know of a Royal Dalton that features a hot dog. I mean, maybe there is, but I can't find it. No. Our next caller, by the way, is going to be Bonnie in Erie, Pennsylvania. Bonnie, how are you? Oh, I'm well. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, Been my listening God. to AM740 for five years on an 18, no, about a 1945 radio, table radio. Okay. And now I want to talk to Mr. Kenny. How can Ooh. I help you? I tried calling him on his business line last week, and it didn't. It didn't go through for whatever reason. From the lake from Erie, Pennsylvania to Toronto, it did not go through for whatever reason. Yeah, you have to dial zero one one. No, zero no? one one. Isn't that no, what is it? It's one. still an international call. Our isn't it? area code is nine zero five. I dialed one, and I dialed. Don't you need I an international? Don't you need to? Am I crazy? Five seven zero seven gold. Oh no, not seven zero seven seven three seven nine zero five. For you, it's one nine zero five seven three seven gold. Seven three seven gold. Did you nine, say nine two five? No, that's no. what I believe I had over no, the radio last. No, it's nine zero five nine zero five seven three seven gold. Oh, okay. I was really off. Must oh. have been a late night, early. Let's morning. still blame Paul for it. Paul, why weren't you at that number when gold. she needed you? Mm. Well, I'm good now. Good. <laughs> That's it? Just a call about that? No, you can talk to me yet. No, I'm sorry I couldn't. Well, Wait, I, I've just been handed a note. It says here that you have a computer from the 1970s that has a belt drive? Well, this is unique. I, I lived in Colorado, worked for the government out there for years. <clears throat> I came back to my 1872 house to clean it up and renovate it here okay. five years ago. What this is, I worked at the Flores and Fossil Beds National Monument. They had a surplus back in 86. I bought this computer and it i had it cleaned and it did work but it runs on a belt it's about 24 inches by 16 inches give or take i'm, I'm going out to colorado in a few weeks to try and see if i'm going to bring it back mm-hmm. send me a pic no. no idea what it is or what it does okay um it could be one that was made by um put together a home job or no, no like- it was government issue it was all government issue this oh. is the u.s government so take it for what it's worth um, you don't sound like a happy guy. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I'm 77 computer, years I mean, old and I'm happy. Is it spare okay. parts from Alan Turing's machine no, or something? No. I mean, old computers. If you, I think an Apple recently sold for 170,000. I'd have to. What? Yeah, but it wouldn't have been belt drive, would it? Oh, well, yeah, this has a belt on it because yeah. I took it out to a certified computer cleaner, whatever, and had it cleaned and you know reactivated. To, but I haven't used it. It's in Colorado, and I'm in Pennsylvania. Um, there's two things here. Is one, um, whoever you do, you you are definitely one of these people who has to get two opinions on this. Oh, definitely. Okay? You definitely have to because. This is a very um, intricate market, and the and the prices can vary. I would like to see a picture of it, and you can send it off to my um, sales at torontogoldsilver.com uh, when you get it. I'd like to see a couple of pictures if you can. Um, even when you're out there, because computers, the old computers, there's a big market of people collecting the vintage computers, a huge market on them, Okay. And so you open an email in Gmail or whatever, and you just take a picture, pop it in, and the address you send it to is sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Yeah, .com. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay. I have that written down. Yeah, okay. and I'm interested in waiting to hear about this for sure um, because you might have something that's very, very good. Okay. Well, then I'll take it with and never throw it in the dumpster then. No, no, I'm don't. I'm cleaning don't. out an 1872 house here in Pennsylvania, so I'm really up to my neck in everything. Well, I'd come down and help you get rid of this stuff, but I don't know if they'll let me in the States. <laughs> <bet> you would. <laughs> it would be a treasure trove. But I appreciate getting through, But so it gives me some thought that I should maybe bring this back from Colorado. Oh, yeah. Yes. Without even a thought. And if you need some help, there might be some stuff that you have stuff in the States that is more collectible in Canada, just like we have stuff in Canada, like our Paragon and our Cups and Saucers that are more collectible in the States. Interesting. Okay. okay, Bonnie, thank you for your phone call. Our next caller is going to be Mark in Toronto. Mark on line one in Toronto. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm fine. How are you guys? Pretty good. What do you got, man? Well, I got a couple of things. One is a, um, a Corgi toy. Uh, it's a Renault called Renault Fluoride. Um, Truck? I, I bought this in England years ago, and um, it's, it's in a box. Okay. Now, what kind of corgi? Sorry, is can you translate all this for me? What just yeah, happened? A corgi toy is made. It's about the same size as a dinky. They competed with dinky toys. Uh-huh. If it's in the box, that probably doubles the price of it. Okay. One. So we're talking about a dinky car. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. And dinky cars were mid originally made to go with the train sets, and these diecast toys. Okay. So corgi saw what was going into the market and says, "We gotta make money here too." Gotcha. Corgi mainly made a lot of their money by doing things like the Batmobile and and the movie related ones. And so they'd only make one toy, and they make it a little bit of a specialized toy. And because it's a classic toy, highly desirable, obviously. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, which one is yours? Is it a truck just with that advertising on it? Uh, it no, it hasn't got advertising. It's a sort of um, avocado green color. Okay, like an army kind. Yeah. It's called um, Renault Fluoride 222. Oh, the Renault. Okay. Yeah. A-U-L-T. Okay, sorry, I know that one. Okay. It's a two-door. And it's a 222? They yeah. actually gave a number after it? Oh, that's easy. Something no. like this is very easy to do because there'll be very defined markets on these toys. Um, like here, it's anywhere between 15 and $25. In the box, 40 to $45. Now, oh. it also depends on how nice the box is. All the <laughs> flaps are there. Because people have them up for 
yours is green, like 120. They come in different colors. They go up as high as 120 dollars, oh. 130 dollars. People do collect them. People are always trying to recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. Okay. Oh. And okay. that's how we help people because people have stuff in their basement, like we always say. Yeah. And uh, it's things they don't care about, but there's someone out there who collects. Who, there's always someone out there who collects whatever you have in your basement. Does it make any difference that it was um, bought in England? No, no. But okay. it might be a little bit scarce. Or, but we, we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world because of the Internet. Sure. It doesn't matter where stuff comes from anymore. So we were at the Christie auction last weekend. Yeah. And you have a display. You have yeah. Bricks of gold, bricks of silver, tens of thousands of dollars items. I go, which one of these items do you like the most? You go, this one. It was a vintage dinky car. <laughs> and what was it worth? No, no, it's a couple of, it's my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the toy, you're like, of all these things, that'd be my pick. That was your favorite item. $200. Next to a gold bar worth a hundred grand. Whatever. Who cares? Taste, right? Uh, gold our, is boring. It's worth a lot of money, but it's still boring. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Our next caller is Earl in Oakville. Earl in Oakville. How are you? Hi, Ben. How are you? Hey, is this our, the yeah, Earl from the Oakville Earl. who I know? <laughs> Okay, he sounds more Thanks sober than I usually talk to. Him. Uh, the, uh, the the tickets to the movies. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. He's a yes, he plays I'm face a, the music. Oh, I'm and where's my tickets? A 1967 silver dollar. What would that be worth now? A nineteen what sixty seven silver dollar? Yeah. If now if it's just a regular with not a rotated die, which means a diving goose, a regular silver dollar is selling for around fifteen dollars right now. Really? And you can buy them in my shop because it's just a silver value. But yeah. we sold one about three months ago in one of our auctions for $2,000. Really? Because it's variations. And without oh boring everybody on, on the radio, because it's a case of where the Mint made a mistake. I, I know you can't believe this, that our government would make a mistake, but they did. And sure. when they make a mistake, other people profit from it. And what was it? The goose is pointed down instead of vertical or The goose horizontal? is diving. The goose is diving. Okay. If, if he flies that way long enough, he's going to hit the ground. Cool. Okay, thanks, guys. Take care. Have Earl, nice good to hear from you, man. Thanks. So some of your people from your show are calling my show. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got an item. I was going to say that Earl, is, uh, he's a longtime listener of, uh, of Zuma Radio. He's a big fan. I have an excuse why I didn't listen this week. I'm going to go into it later in the show. But I always listen to your show. Yeah, but am I, couldn't I about to get a critique? Week. Okay, okay, good, good. It's not a critique. I didn't okay. listen this week. That's okay. my critique. Critique of me. Okay, good stuff. So Jeannie, is it Jeannie in North York is our next caller? Yes, it is. Welcome to the show. How are you, and what do you have? I'm well. I, I always listen to your show. I've never called in. Okay. This is the first time. So um, I have a teapot. It's pink and white, and it's really old. It was uh, the bottom of it. It says Sovereign Canada, British Empire made. Okay. It's and made it's, of earthenware then. Pardon? It's not a bone china. It's an earthenware. I guess so. I don't know. And what they did with the Sovereign is, during 19, after the war, Sovereign would send over the earthenware to be decorated in Canada. They sent over plain plates, plain china, and they'd be decorated here in Canada with gold and little designs on it. It was the British way of making sure we had jobs. Okay. But, unfortunately, they're not that many people collectible. They're not that collectible. Um, if it's Royal Albert or Minton or Ainsley or one of the big English bone chinas, they're a lot better, a lot more collectible. The okay. Sovereign, but it's if it's still got a lid and still got a spout, that means it's still useful, and I think you should keep on using it. How's that? Yeah, well, my daughter wants it, so I'll give it to her. Oh, yeah, and tell her the story about it. 
I will. And I've also got um, 50 um, 45 records that okay. date back to the early 60s. Okay. Um, fr- from everything from the Beach Boys to the Beatles to Dionne Warwick. I've got 50 of them, and they're in perfect condition because right. I've never used them. If you have the sleeves for them as well. They do. Uh, and if you have the little Kenner clothes and play they used to play them on, I bet you have one of those little clothes the top and it played. If bring that in as well, and uh, but I have to see those because they're all individual prices. Okay, well, they are. Yeah. Okay. I and they can like... be anywhere from ten cents to five hundred dollars. We have one in our store worth forty five hundred dollars. How do you get one worth? Which one is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually a Pink Floyd. Oh, Pink Floyd. Okay. And it's a Pink Floyd, and it was they made a very small pressing of the. There's only four known copies, and I have one of them. Oh, oh okay. is it actually for sale or just on display like no. a trophy? You know something, Ben? You are a mean person. No, I know <laughs> you, though. I know that you. there are certain items you have a hard time parting with, right? I will sell anything for the right amount of money. Okay, And the right enough. amount of money for this is $4,500. Fair enough. And, uh, Jeannie, thanks for your call. Our next caller is going to be Carol in Mount Forest. And, by the way, you're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live in Liberty Village. If you have a rare item or a collection or anything you think might have some special value, if you want to talk to an expert, this man has made his fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically finding value in items that most people overlook. And his name's Paul Kenny, and he's live in studio. Our number is 416-360-0740. Carol in Mount Forest, how are you? Hi, good, and yourself, guys? Good. Great I'm show. sweating. I mean, you're perspiring. still sweating. I'm still perspiring. I'm glad I made it here. Go <laughs> ahead, Carol. Great show, guys. Um, we were out yard selling yesterday, and my husband picked up um, a, a, spit, a model airplane kit. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Spitfire Mark One. Uh, it's a flying model kit, a balsa and tissue construction, and then once you put it together, it's supposed to fly with an elastic. Still in the box. Box isn't exactly pristine, but it's pretty good. It has been opened. Uh, but everything appears to be there. So it's uh, not assembled, is what you're saying? That's right. That's assembled. actually good. And my husband, my husband bought it thinking he was going to assemble it. I grabbed it from him and said, "Oh no, you're not until I check with Paul." Yes. No, no, <laughs> no. A lot of people like them. It was still in the boxes, but um, the how spit- old is it? 1960s, I'll bet. Um, it says copyright 1976. Oh, you got a later one. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, by who is the company that made it? Was it made by Gillow? Yes. Okay. In the box, is still sealed up. They go for about fifty to a hundred dollars. Oh, okay. What did you okay. pay for it? Uh, I think he only paid a couple of bucks for it. Nice. That's yeah. not a bad investment. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's happening right now, Ben. A lot of people are going to garage sales, and yesterday people were bringing in silver plate that they bought at garage sales for nothing. Right. Bringing in um, toys, records, and they and they come into our shop. Right. I mean, they haven't even taken the tags off from the garage. I and I really don't care what people pay for stuff. Yeah. I'll just pay my price. But it's, it's kind of funny. I have a couple of people just, they go to the garage sales, brought in cups and sausages yesterday. One guy had one that was worth about $75. He paid a dollar. Great. So if you can go out and see some of these uh, garage sales and make a 100 or two or $300 on a weekend, that's a good, that's a fun weekend. Oh, yeah. The old toys and you'll find silver plate and sterling and everything like that, you know. So, Carol, so Car- what are you going to do with the money that your husband is what losing am I here. Going to do with the well, money? he doesn't. I'm presuming he's not going to get the money or the toy. Well, I'm thinking maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 see. I, I also, like this. I also have, if I can ask, a second sure. one. Yeah. Um, some, uh, it's about a nine by ten inch square block of wood. It's quite heavy. Uh, it's Liberty Chimes is on it. It's like a dinner chimes, um, uh, with absolutely gorgeous tone. 
And um, there's five bars across the top. That's the only name or anything that's on it. Um, but it, it's really heavy, the block of wood, and it has gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous sound to it. I, if you don't mind, I'll just ring a couple of them. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This is nice. On uh, this, but but this will probably with no name on it probably goes a decorator item, and depending okay. on how it looks, and you send a picture off to us, it it, it could be you know it, you got to figure out would someone pay fifty dollars for this rather than pay a hundred dollars at I one of those big box stores right. that as soon as you take the item out it's worth nineteen cents. Okay, if well, your then. item's got some character and and like you say it sounds great, and if it's something that you can talk about. Well, it says Liberty Chimes on it, like a little sticker on the bottom, Liberty Chimes, but that's all that's on it. And what do no. you mean? This is uh, where, where where would you put this in your house? I don't it, understand. It, in the, on the dining room ta- on the dining room buffet, it was to call people for dinner. It would be the oh, like a dinner bell. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, the, the servants would would ring it. It's probably over a hundred years old. Wow. Okay. Oh, here's one. This is a caller, Liberty Chimes, with different makers. Between, uh, I've got, uh, sorry, I'm not helping you much here, between $14 and 2000 Oh, big range. <laughs> that is a big range. Yeah. Oh, no, that one's called Chimes of Liberty. Um, without seeing the picture of it, but I know what you're okay. saying. These kind of items, oh, here's one. Well, Art if it Deco. looks good, it's going to do well, right? Yeah. And As it a might decorator be, item. There might be another name that you're missing on a, a maker's mark, which might be like a, a T inside of a, a circle or something like okay. this. And sometimes that's where I'm looking at stuff. People say it's not signed, and I'll look at it for four seconds, know where to look, and say, no, this is signed. I know exactly what it is. Okay. But you're empowered describing it, but I would say I, you're, you're safe at 100 and probably plus. Okay. I'll maybe bring it into the store someday. We're down that way. and uh, Come on in. Carol, is this another item that your husband picked that you are swooping no, in on? No, no, no. This one, this one actually, I would not sell. This one uh, came out of a, a friend's house that uh, was in the in the name for generations, and I bought it at her auction sale. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you sell it for a thousand? Um, not likely. Would you sell for ten thousand? What? You might. You, I might be getting closer there, but probably not. It's 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 got. Wow, some, you really like this item. It's, okay. It's got sentimental value at this point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, sell the airplane. You make a quick seventy-five, fifty, or a hundred, <laughs> something like that. Sounds good. And that's capitalism. Yeah. Way to go. Good. Uh, Thanks, guys. we got to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in Liberty Village. Our number is 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. 
Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are ready to take your calls. Do you have an interesting item that you think might have some special value? We have an expert in studio that can answer most of your questions. Paul Kenny, back to the phone lines. I should wait before we go there. Yeah, uh-huh. we just did that ad by my friends um, Sam at New Generation. Mm-hmm. He does kitchens, but he also the other day I was in there and he's doing a safe room for somebody. Now, if you've got real valuables, no, that's not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or or family you want to protect would be <laughs> most fa- people think of that. Yeah, <laughs> or I like fam- how you think of stuff, but yeah, okay. And I asked him what are you doing. He says, yeah, no. I says kitchens is is a large part of his business, but he also does like safe rooms and other cabinets and other, and if someone wants a real nice room, because he does a really good job. He's one of these people that he's a perfectionist. Okay. okay? But as a safe room, I, I, I never thought about, but then he says, Paul, why don't you That's a huge me? growing market. Huge yeah. growing market. You always hear about people, rich people want that sort of, like a modern bunker on the third floor of their house with steel walls and cameras and, you know, helicopter evacuation plans and all that sort of stuff. That's what he builds? Yeah. And he builds it. But he says you have to have it so they don't think it's there. That's part of it. Yeah, says, well, and food and water it. on the other side. Yeah, no, but he does all that. He does all that. But he also does safes and hidden safes and things like that. But, cool. But he does the, the kitchens, he says, used to be a lot more, but more more people are worried, like you said. I never even thought about the people. I was thinking about their comfort. Your stuff? Your yeah. stuff. Oh, my rare collection of Fabergé eggs. No, most people want their family in the panic room. Yes. Okay. Hope my wife's not, I hope my wife's not listening right now. Okay. You, there's room for her, too, is what you're saying? Well, that's very yes. sweet. What yes. a romantic. Yes. Okay, so how do we get in touch with him, by the way? Oh, Sam. Sam is on the commercial. I don't know his number. I just All right. Well, we'll place. get back to you, and you can New have generation. Your, new, new generation. New generation. He advertises every week, but he said, you know, Paul, I mean, he's doing this. I said, yeah. And I said, what a great idea. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think any, I don't have anything in my house worth stealing, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Many people do. They like the security. I know. The rich need their security. Our next caller is Barbara in Lockport, New York. Barbara, how are you? I'm great. Thank you very much for asking. I grew up watching all the broadcasts out of New York, so I always know Lockport <laughs> Gambino Ford. Which yeah. I should, right. I mean, it's an advertisement for them, but it's always locked in my head the way they'd say Lockport Gambino Ford. And there's and a fire someplace in the city. Lockport I'm sure they're, yeah, Tonawanda fires like and, and Lockport Gambino Ford. <laughs> Barbara, thanks for calling. What do you got? I have a, a set um, of Royal Copenhagen China. It's the um, blue fluted full lace uh, style. And um, I have service for 10 with a lot of the. Um, side pieces, and um, my I have one one of my four children who has asked that he receive this china. So um, we're getting up there in years, and we're trying to make everything fair and square. So I wondered if you would give me some kind of an idea um, what I might be looking at in the value of this china. It's a good pattern, no. Well, I saw your I face light it. up. You like whatever it is. Well, no, no. Flora, this is not the big. Florida, um, Royal Cape Copenhagen makes a pattern called Floridanica, uh-huh. which is worth like $5,000 a place setting. <sighs> now, but no, they still make good stuff. But this one here, the blue, you've got the blue fluted or blue flowers? No, I have the blue fluted, and it's the full, full lace. lace. Yeah, but that's yeah. I do have. Um, I do have to say that um, the only. Um, pieces that are not full lace are they're still the lace but they are not the full lace which is the open work around the edge uh, are the um, saucers 
yeah. that go with the little cup and saucers, um, those are not full lace. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it's going to be, those will go for full lace. You're talking $10,000. If you've got 20, what? how many placings you got? You've got? I have service for 10, and then I have 5, the tea uh, pot, I have the coffee pot, I have um, a, uh, several serving dishes and the cream and sugar on the little tray, salt and peppers, candlesticks with the little um, wax holders yep, that go yep. over them. Oh, bashes, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, just what you're saying here, it's going to be between eight and $12,000. It's okay. a nice wow. set. The full lace is very desirable. Right. And it's very, very fine china. It's it, it makes a lot yeah. of the English stuff look poor in, in design. And this is a meat and potatoes thing for you. You deal with this yeah. sort of stuff every day. But she's not going to sell it to me because she's going to give it to her son. But mm-hmm. now you have to give something for the other kids because they're going to say, <laughs> he's getting this. You don't have to give me something nice. Give them gold and silver. Okay? Right, right. How well, would they even know? Barbara, what did you think it was worth? Um, I thought it was probably worth that much. You know, I looked wow. on the Internet, and, um, you know, I, I see that it is very collectible. It was given to me by a very dear friend who um, traveled, you know, to Denmark and bought most of it there okay. on their travels. And, um, of course, I've used it. I've been served dinner on it in his home. And so when he was getting up in years like we are now, he said, I want you to have this set, Barbara, because you love it so much. And uh, we don't have any children. And so I received it, oh, probably 15 years ago. But um, (laughs) my children don't want any gold. They don't want any silver. If it doesn't go in the microwave and the dishwasher, they're not interested, even my girls. But um, like I said, this there are furniture pieces that they do like. So I just okay. wanted to get an, a, you know, an opinion from you as to what it might be. And first. if you decide, you should get a quote off us. You can find out your quote in the United States for your gold and silver. Call us. We might surprise you. If they'll pay you more down there, sell it to them. But I think it's worth a trip from Lockport to Richmond Hill. If, if you want me, you can always give your other she kids cash. Plates worth as much as a used Honda Civic. It's crazy to me to I hear know. these stories. Well, no, the Floridanica is worth two thousand a plate. Oh, wow! And not only that, but it sells right away. But thank you for your call. I'm, it's a beautiful set of china. Barbara, thank you for your phone call. Uh, Jim in Brampton is our next caller. Jim, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Not bad. What do you got? Well, um, I've got a, a Picasso um, uh, flowers in hand. A what? It's a print. Flowers, of Picasso. Picasso flowers in hand. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, it's not a print. Well, it is a print, but it's on uh, a press board. And I've been searching all over the place to try to find this thing, and I can't find it. Is it got... Um like a lithograph or something like that? or oh, Yeah, I think it's a lithograph. Mm-hmm. You can't find anything about it at all? Nothing. That's not a good sign, then. Is it signed in pencil or anything? Well, it, it's got, uh, well, it's signed, but uh, it's a lithograph sign. Hmm. Okay, yeah, no, just all categories. I'm trying to... Chinese repop, is that what you're thinking? Sometimes they make, oh, wait a minute, kind of flowers in hands, rare vintage lithograph. What's your number on it? 
uh, let me go and have a look. It's actually, this is one of his more saner pictures. It actually looks like what he says it is. Well, I was going to say that, uh, well, we were talking about Picasso last week, right? You could, There are very, very, uh, how can we say, I don't want to say cheap, I'd say very, very low-cost ways to own pieces of Picasso. Yeah, Not yeah. everything yeah. was a masterpiece. You know, everybody's got, uh, you know, uh, like, a photograph print or something, they go like for $45 or $100 or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so the number on this is uh, 214.58. Say that again? 214.58. No, it's not like 37 of 500 or something like that? No, 214.58 dot. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. You're you're looking for a run number, right? Yeah, it's a lithograph print. They're probably about fifty bucks. If it's a if it's a numbered one, so you say it's five of one hundred or something like that, originally printed in the nineteen sixties, it's going to be worth five six hundred dollars. And that's where the difference is. And I'm hoping um, you get two va- two valuations on this because they might see something you're missing, sir. Okay. Yeah, like, okay, can you suggest somewhere I could go? Because um, I've looked around and nobody even knows where I should go to have this thing looked at. Send me a picture. Before you make the long trip to Richmond Hill, please just send me a picture. Do sales at torontogoldsilver.com, and I'll get back to you in a couple of days because I'll be able to blow it up and see what it is. Is it framed or just loose? No, it's loose. It's on. Uh, it's on uh, press board. Yeah, send send me a picture and let's and we'll start from there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say because if it was like original run lithograph, it would have all sorts of markings on yeah. it, would it not? Yeah it'd, yeah, it'd say where it was made, when it was made, the first run, which of the series of the runs. So it's weird to just hear there's just a couple numbers with decimals. Oh, I don't know. See, that's what I'm, I think he's saying it Ma- wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a different line or something like that. Um, our next caller is John in Oakville. John, how are you? What do you got, man? Uh, I, I have it's my daughter's, actually. Uh, on May the 6th, when uh, Vince Carter was named uh, MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Rookie of the Year, I mean. He was named Rookie of the Year in, in May the 6th, 1999. My daughter, he invited my daughter and her girlfriend to the game, to the Blue Jay game, where he threw out the first pitch. All right, on yeah. On May the 7th. And I have a basketball with a Blue Jay logo on it, signed by him, and the baseball cap, signed by him, and the field pass is probably out. What a weird crossover piece. Oh, yeah. So you've got a Blue Jays (sighs) basketball? A Blue Jay basketball, the Blue Jay logo, which they gave to Vince Carter. Cool. On May the 9th, on May the 7th in 1999. Okay. Now, normally, this ball is worth about $200, okay? Yep. But here's where the story makes it better. Totally. Yeah. Totally better. You've got the full provenance with it. Provenance yeah. with it. I got the field pass, yeah. The field pass would probably sell for $50 because of the story. Yeah. The, um, the, signed, bas- the signed hat because uh, would be worth money. And because the Blue Jay uh, logo is on, because yeah. one of the Rogers owns the Blue Jays and owns yeah, the Raptors. Yeah, of course, yeah. So they could have no problem with getting that done. Uh, on a Blue Jay ball, yeah. I'll bet you you could. Get, I'll bet you this is worth between five hundred and a thousand dollars. I would, yeah, I would totally agree. Just the story, and even Carter, because he's still such a polarizing figure in this yeah. Toronto. You, you, you could even right. ask basketball fans. Some people go, "I would well, buy it, it just it to might throw it in the river." Worth more when he makes the Hall of Fame, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's hard to say. I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
I, I think though, no, the 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 action on this one's in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, if he makes the Hall of Fame, he won't be known for being here. I was just going to say also. I think your story is better. You want to ride the success of the Raptors lately. Yeah. You can't, you know, who knows if he's going to be yeah. a first ticket inductee, right? It might be five years. Maybe the Raptors aren't doing as well. Who knows? Here's an uh, now item. might be the time. Here's an item that I would not sell at a price. I would only put into auction with a reserve on it. You would? Yeah. No, if I if you were selling it, because you don't know, the wrong two people or the right two people, depending right. which where you are in this auction process, yeah. are in the room, you can go for crazy money. So which is, which, where, where, what, what kind of auction would you put well, it you in? You would tell them to consign that. Yeah, I, I would tell you to consign. To yeah, we have, you, hmm? we have an auction once a month. We have an auction once a month. And yeah. well, there's other places in the States... Um, to consign it to him means that you would give him the item, you would share in the profits. That's yeah. what I'm driving right. at here. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, the more money you make, the more money I make, which is right. what I'm trying to right. do. But that actually leads into the second part of my story. But Thank you very much for your call, but I want to say something that happened this week. Okay. Someone had an auction, and we, you know how I go into a house. If I go into a house, I'm working for the people. I have to go in, and I have to say, this is worth this much. The more money they make, the more money I make. Yes. Now, the difference is, is when I go to an auction, I'm only bidding against someone else's knowledge. And this week I picked up, I'm part owner of three paintings. One painting I picked up for a little over $1,200 that will be worth between twenty five dollars and $80,000. Handsome profit. Another picture we paid $3,800 for, and we will probably going to be worth between fifty dollars and $80,000. Wow. Part- and another one I still don't know. I just liked it. But would you pay for it? Uh, Three hundred dollars. Wow! I just liked it. I bought a set. I bought some other furniture as well, which I really, I love. I just hate doing the work. My point here is that when at an auction, you have to have reserves or have someone having it in the right area because that the eighty thousand dollar painting should have started at thirty or forty thousand dollars. But they don't know. They're just getting rid of it. So whoever's got the most cash in their pocket yeah. gets it. I see. Okay. And so that's where the difference is when I'm. And people, I don't want people to mistake that when I go in their house, I'm going to go and try and buy an $80,000 picture for $1,000. When they're hiring me, I'm going to tell them what it's worth and how I can give them the most money for it. And the more money they make, the more money I make. There are people out there, downsizers out there, working for $200 an hour. And they call us to get the prices. They actually don't know what they're doing. It's almost like a real estate agent comes and wants to sell your home and doesn't know how to do it. You yeah. know what I mean? We actually, I've got 30, 40 years of experience of knowing what the stuff is worth and, and which, what prices to pay for it. And this is where when we go in and we do a house call, we're not looking to, like I say, I'm not going to steal something. I'm not going to rip You're off You're a partner at that point, yes. We're a partner. That's the best way to put it. We're a partner. The more money they make, the more money we make. At an auction, it's a different thing. And tomorrow we're going to find out what this stuff is worth. I'll have the rest of the story later on because I'll know, I only bought it recently. Mm-hmm. But it was in an auction, and I wish I'd bought more. But the stuff was really, really good. You know, when someone has an $80,000 painting and the, and the bidding starts at a dollar, you know. Yes, you and got a lot of wiggle room. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of wiggle room. <laughs> so we, I jumped on, but we're going to find out tomorrow. And, it's, and, that, and that's where my knowledge of where to put it to get them the most money for it as well. And we have an art expert who comes in once a week on Wednesdays, and people bring in stuff, and he'll say, yeah, this is worth this. This is not worth bothering with, you know. But we have to see it. The art's worth a lot of stuff. And the collectibles. Like I say, this person, is this all this art was in one basement. So this person had 
$250,000 worth of art in their basement. They had a lottery ticket down there. Well, we heard from a guy last week. He, he was cleaning out a house for a woman, and she found, like, what was it, $100,000 or $200,000 in old gas, gas and yeah. oil memorabilia. Amazing story. I'm going to find out how that, that auction was on yesterday, and I'll find out how it ended next for next week's show. People tune in next week. If you are downsizing, let me get this plug in for you. Yeah. Because one of the things you do is you will do house calls. People yep. who are downsizing maybe from a four- or five-bedroom house or a three-bedroom house down to a two-bedroom condo, and they want to move some stuff off, but they don't just want to call in a dumpster for $500. No. They want to find homes and maybe make some money out of the deal. They can call you for uh, an assessment. Even if you don't sell, at least know what it's worth, and you can even sell it privately. Get the consultation or at least, or maybe even have uh, you handle all the sale of the contents. We do everything. Yeah. The number is 905 905- 737 gold 905 737 gold you can book some time for you to come out and see the property um we have to take a quick break the more of your calls estates have a sentimental value and a real value which one do you think sells an estate appraisal by toronto gold silver and coins is valued for the honesty and experience of paul and bogart who always arrive with three options they'll buy it from you sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue. Help yourself to free parking and a sale. The first in 25 years. The reason? Southworks Antiques and all of its 100 vendors under one antique roof are moving to the other side of the Grand River. Paul and Bogart have been one of those vendors for two decades. Come check out all the antiques, collectibles, and 30,000 square feet of neat stuff for sale. And save 10 to 50% until June 25th. Visit southworksantiques.com and let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in Liberty Village in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex. Our phone number 416-360-0740. The store location is 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mac. And the store phone number is 905-737-GOLD. Yes. You know, this show goes so fast. 100-mile-an-hour show. Yeah. We run out of show before we run out of information. That's right. But I've got, I got to plug my friend, uh, Miss Saga Carton. I know people are moving because I was in a house about a week ago and someone spent $4.50 a box and they had 20 boxes there. Not that bad That's... a deal to tell you the truth. No, my friend would sell those for the same boxes for like 90 cents. This is the, yes, Mississauga Carton, but Miss... not everyone knows. Not every, when you need a box, you need a box and you're kind of, you're a victim of whatever the cost is sometimes. If you're going to get one box, go to your liquor control board, get their box, okay? But if you're moving and need the right size boxes for TVs and you need the bubble wrap, you need all all the peanuts and all that stuff for moving so your stuff gets from A to B in one when in one good condition. Miss Saw Card is nine is numbered because nine oh five two seven six seven nine seven nine two nine. And if you have I'd like when you go and visit them, call us back and tell if you had a bit good or bad experience with them. Because I know he's really good. <laughs> you I want reviews? Know. Okay. I want reviews. I want to know the people <laughs> that I'm actually saying are doing, they, they treat me well because I'm on TV and on radio. Oh, I, I see. Want, you want everyone to get the Paul Kenny treatment. I see. I want everyone to be treated right. So drop your name then and say, I want the Paul Kenny treatment. And the same with my friend Ron at Clappison's Corner. If you're looking for antiques, he's out there. Highway 5, just west of Highway 6. 
and I know he's having a sale. If you really want to see a lot of antiques, if you want to see 25,000 square foot of antiques jammed into 7,000 square feet, because that's what a store is like. It's like one of those old movie scenes where you see antiques right to the ceiling. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. It is worth the trip to see Ron at Clapperson's Corners Antiques. But we should go to the, we got another call? Yes, we do. It is going to be Cecile in Welland. Cecile, how are you? Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Thank you. I have just a quick little question. Uh, I have quite a few of these Boyd's Bears and friends. I don't know um, if they're really worth anything. I don't know how many I have, but they're they're all Christmas um, related. Um, I've been hanging on to them. A lot of them are in the original boxes. Um, it's just that I I just don't want to put them out anymore. I used to put them in a china cabinet, and then you know after Christmas take them out and put the regular stuff back in. You're moving on. What is it yeah. called? Boise Bears? No, Boyd's Bears. B O Y D S. Yeah. And they are they they cost you a lot when you bought them. Some are very collectible. Yeah. That's the type of thing we we would do on consignment for you okay. and we would list it for you. And this is a case of where we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. Oh. And we can help you with that. Oh, we, really? More money you make, the more money I make. And yeah. depending some some of these bears go for 3 400. dollars really? And some go for 50 bears go for a 4 200. dollars Right. So it depends on which ones you have and uh, we can help you out with this. And oh, just give great. us a call, and uh, uh, I know they they don't weigh a lot. I'll tell you that they're no. plush. They're like they they have survived better than Beanie Babies have. No, oh, okay, good stuff. Thank you for your phone call. Ross in Coburg will be our final caller. We apologize to those we did not get to today, but of course we'll be live again next Sunday from one to two. Ross, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? Not bad. What do you got, man? Um, so I could find some stuff my mother had. Okay. It's uh, well, basically the ones I thought were interesting were. A three uh, cups and saucers, hand-painted, made in occupied Japan. Okay. I would rather have your English ones that say um, Ainsley, Coalport, Paragon, and I can't. And these are some things that occupied Japan go for maybe $20 for the set, where an Ainsley can go for 300 400 A Paragon can go for $1,200. But they're going, we sold some this week for $30. But that's... The older, the, the Japan things are not selling. The J- Japanese are buying these English cups and saucers. They're all going back to Japan. Why? What's going on? They're just collecting them. I can't help it. I just, I just take the money. But um, it's, You can only follow this market. You can't tell you necessarily why, but this is yeah. what's happening. I, I see. Know. That's the music. That means we're going. We we're, ran out of, we ran out out of show before we ran out of information. Absolutely. Again, uh, if you have a question about a rare item, you can call Paul Kenny at his store during usual working hours during the week. The number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. A special thanks to Sebastian Hearn, who handles all your phone calls and produces the show. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.